Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching and analyzing the 1998 Norm MacDonald film Dirty Work one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones. And I'm John Yabez. And David, I'm super excited because we have a very special guest here yes, today. Yes, yes, we do. Not only is he one of the founders of Comedy U yeah. and a very talented stand-up comedian, yeah. he's also the godfather of an underground comedy fight club. We're, uh, we're, we're a bunch of comedians fight to the death. Nice. Which is awesome. Yeah, I heard about that. Mr. Jose Dynamite is here. Yeah, welcome. First rule of underground comedy fight club is uh, you laugh at the person that gets beat up. Yeah, <laughs> as you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't help them. <laughs> and then if somebody tries to help them, then you beat the other person up. That's, those, are, those are the only two rules. <laughs> and as soon as they start bleeding, we throw them up on stage. Yeah. And they have to... Try to deliver the jokes as you're dying. You want to help say something funny? (laughs) It's a different kind of punchline, you know what I'm saying? Punch straight to the face. (laughs) Alright, so today we're talking about minute 65 of Dirty Work. Uh, Minute 65 uh, starts with Martin, the homeless guy, saying, uh, but I'm not empty anymore. And ends with Pops being uh, wheeled into the uh, backstage area behind a bunch of prostitutes saying, good lord, I'm in whore heaven which makes number seven, I believe, for the number of times they've said whore so far. Oh, is it? that's it? Uh, I was surprised, too. I, I thought it would have been a lot more than that. Yeah, they say hookers a lot in that one scene. Okay. okay yeah, there's a lot of hookers. And prostitutes. They use a lot of different words instead of just the one. <laughs> but whore is like... I don't know why whore is so prominent in my memory when it comes to this movie. Maybe it's just the way they say it. It's just so pronounced. Yeah. Well, because Chris Farley has his nose bit off by a Saigon whore. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's pretty much yeah. That's my memory of Jimmy in this movie. Is <laughs> I always thought, I always remembered it. Like I just thought every one of his lines was had to incorporate something with a Saigon whore yeah. in it. So <laughs> seven is seven to me seems very light. Well, there's still I'm sure there's a few more left in. Yeah, maybe it's so. just subliminal advertising. After this, we're all gonna be going out to a corner somewhere. You know? <laughs> <laughs> meet some meet some new friends. You know. <laughs> Go on some dates, quote-unquote. <laughs> yeah. Dates with guaranteed sex. That's what yeah. I like to call fucking a hooker. <laughs> but uh, I think Saigon Horror would be a great name for, like, a beer. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like it'd be a punk rock band, yeah. Saigon yeah. Horror. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. There's a, there's a lot of uses for Saigon Horror, I think, be applicable, applicable outside of this movie. So, I mean, I think we should jump on that. Yeah. I don't know about you. To copyright that or trademark it? I don't know if we can now that it's already, you know, (laughs) in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much leeway you can you can get for just yelling out Saigon Horror. I have to shorten it down or something. SW. You gotta wonder if there's like maybe there's somebody that has Tourette's that like that's what they that's the thing they yell out, you know? Saigon Horror! Saigon Horror! Hey, what are you going to do today? Saigon Horror! <laughs> exactly. We we could we could do something where we could trick like uh, SJWs. Yeah. Right? We just come up with uh, Saigon Horror but put a J in between it. I don't know. Yeah, like, Saigon, Saigon, J. Saigon Juvenile Horror. Oh, no. <laughs> then, then our beers can be called SJWs. <laughs> Piss them off. Yeah. <laughs> They'll hate that. Would they? I don't know. They hate everything. Who would? SJWs. Oh. So, the social justice yeah. warriors. Oh, yeah, those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel that's very unearned. I think if you're going to call yourself a warrior, yeah, some part of you has to fight physically, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like you could hurt them, those people very easily by calling them names. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even allowed to come in my underground comedy fighting. I don't know. They, <laughs> What's that? What is my ring called? <laughs> it's, it's, it's your organization, man. Yeah, it's well, a, yeah. An underground Comedy Fight Club. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Not, no, no SJWs there. No, no. <laughs> we, call, we call everyone of the fucking what? We call everyone fucking pussies as soon as they enter the door. And, yeah. You know, the SJWs, I don't think, can handle that. No. So, or maybe Snowflake. <laughs> I don't know. Snowflake. Everyone hates that. But there's a... I love the beginning of this minute because it's right in the middle of, <laughs> of Martin's speech, <laughs> yeah. which is always a great place to begin is in the middle of a speech. Yeah, the dramatic music. And yeah. And the, you know, the camera pulls away and then uh, he finds out that everyone is left. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just a, it's just that close up and it's a very sincere moment. How, how much he was touched by, by the presence of everyone else yeah. Yeah. in his life right there at that moment. And then it pans away. <laughs> they all ditch it like, Oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> It's, it's like it's very rude, right? But it's also very funny. Yeah, you know, I I don't, I don't like I've never given a speech like that, right? Right. So I don't know how I'd feel if <laughs> I was trying to give an inspirational speech and everyone just disappeared. Yeah. But we we all know people like that. They're just they're just talking, and then like all of a sudden, like oh, they're still talking. You're just kind of peeling away yeah. from them. Like yeah. oh, okay, I'm I right. think that happens during stand up comedy shows, right? You start <laughs> doing a bit, and then by the time you're done, like yeah. half of the people are gone. Yeah, there's a bit. There's some some people that walk the stage, you know. <laughs> the, crowd, the crowd will walk as soon as they get on. Um, I, I think one of the last shows we had, like somebody, one of the comics got on stage, and yeah. as soon as he got on stage, somebody else came over by the door and just started counting the number of people that left when he was on. It was eight. <laughs> that is like you know. Besides, that's kind of the anti-talents of comedy, right? That's yeah. that's, that's impressive in itself. If you could just walk people, you know, like. Yeah. How do you walk drunk people that want to just come and laugh? It's like you're more powerful than Richard Simmons and getting people to exercise. Yeah. They, they could not exit faster. It's like I'd rather drive drunk <laughs> than stay for this any minute longer. That is, that is impressive to me. Yeah. Maybe they were leaving to go find some Saigon whores. Yeah. Fight an underground comedy fight club. Yeah. <laughs> I keep talking about it. I'm sorry. I know. This yeah, I feel like that's really like the first couple of rules. No, that's not one of the rules. Re- oh, okay. It's not one of the rules. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell everyone about it. No one shows up. <laughs> it's like an open mic. It's like a really bad open mic. Yeah, that's another impressive thing. If you, if you, do you charge money to to get into it? No, no. That's no. That, that's even more impressive. I never thought about that. <laughs> I feel like you're missing out on a great opportunity to make money. Well, well, if no one's showing up, right? Oh, yeah, I was, I I was so. just gonna say that's a very impressive thing to have a free open mic where you guarantee stage time. Yeah, and and not one comedian shows up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You ever you ever feel like uh, you, you're hosting an open mic and you would just wish that like you had some kind of le- lever or something that would like just collapse the floor underneath yeah. the comedian like that's Mr. Burns. that's like that's not doing well. Like just the trap door type thing. Yeah. Uh, that'd be nice or like uh or like the claw <laughs> like the claw game you know you know from, from toy story yeah. Yeah. just grab them by the head and pull them off stage <laughs> like that'd be great yeah I, yeah i think i think the i think the long hooked cane yeah uh, is, is is due for a return <laughs> i think or, or sandman from yeah. uh from apollo, from apollo yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man so uh in this minute we got uh Sam sneaking Mitch into the backstage area, right? 
Oh, and yeah. And the security guard stops him. It's like, couldn't Mitch have just been, like, sneaking in with him? Like, did he have to be hiding in a box? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird because no one else sneaks in yeah. in a box. They kind of <laughs> just all rush in. So, I mean. Because obviously there was, like, an unlocked door or something because Sam got in. Yeah, that's true. They all could have been in their uniforms already. Yeah. I think the directors were going for a metaphor of, uh, you yeah. know, that really his character, Norm's character, is, right. a, is a treasure in a box that's yeah. just trying to get out, trying to escape to, you know, the retribution right there. Here it's coming. Yeah. And it, and it comes from a box. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he's going through a metamorphosis yeah. to come out a more complete person. Uh, yeah. he's, like a, he's like a butterfly, yeah. like a social butterfly. There you go. Yeah. yeah. See, exactly. And he just needs a strong protector in, in, uh, in Sam. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, just proves again that uh, he uses violence rather than strategy. <laughs> yeah. You know, he can't talk his way out of anything, so he just <laughs> hurls his body at things, which is also a nice touch. Yeah. But we also see the return of those brownies. Yeah, Grandma Mabel brownies. Yeah, basically going to send everyone on a really, really bad trip. Yeah. Wait, I think that's forecasting for the next minutes to come. Sorry, yeah, sorry, spoilers. Yeah, they might have fixed... Might have fixed the Yeah, they could have fixed the recipe there. That's true. Yeah, that's... I would hope so, otherwise they learn nothing from that study. Well, maybe maybe Mitch is the only one that ended up hallucinating. Oh, yeah. You know, Sam didn't. That's true. Sam has a high tolerance for that stuff, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, at the very end of the minute is my favorite, by far. Yeah. You know, the pops being wheeled in behind the, the, the hookers. Yeah. The hookers and the home. Come on, homeless guys. <laughs> Come on, prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. Shake a leg. That's that's how I want to, you know, if I ever reach old age, that's how I want to go out. Yeah. Just Just... Following a train of hookers. <laughs> in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. In, in a hospital being, gown. Being, being pushed by my son. <laughs> you know what I really love that Mitch Mitch does here in, the, in this in this movie, and it's really great, and it really inspires me. It's something I really wish I could do, because I work in downtown. Don't you want to just, when you just see people like, hey, homeless guy, you know, like, just refer to them as homeless guy. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> excuse me, homeless guy, get your... Can you please stop urinating in the uh, doorway here? <laughs> we greatly appreciate yeah. it. I need to get into this post office. Yeah. Watching this movie, I kind of want to use homeless people as distractions so I can get into places yeah. for free, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I kind of want to, like, you know, send homeless people, like, to someplace like Hawaii Kai. Like, just move it <laughs> over there. You know, let's drive down the prices so yeah. I can buy. <laughs> Just give them all a dollar too, right? Like a dollar. You could have like a, a. You can almost have like forty homeless people just at your whim. Yeah. If they all just accept a dollar to do what you say. Yeah. That is, that is a pretty. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's like an army. Well, yeah. Maybe a, yeah, a very stinky. Yeah. Mobile army. Uh, homeless warriors. <laughs> you can give them t-shirts. Yeah. You know? They've <laughs> clean t-shirts. And- a dollar. Yeah. Put them all. Grandma Mabel's brownies. I was going to say, put them all in the same shirt. <laughs> just <laughs> all in one shirt. Yeah. Just all in just one gigantic. Yeah, one 10XL shirt. Yeah. Just 40 heads popping out of <laughs> one thing. And there's only two arm sleeves. <laughs> that would be a sight to see. Yeah. We should definitely try to do that too. Yeah. I could put that at my fight club. I, I could charge money. People would see that. <laughs> yeah. Pay a dollar. Yeah. People come to this fight club, they watch it, and they're like, wait a minute, these aren't comedians. <laughs> these, these just look like homeless people. Yeah. It's like, shut up. That's they're not, fighting, aren't they? 
It's not one giant man. It's 40 subbed in one t-shirt. <laughs> like that guy's, that guy's practicing his jokes and like just talking to imaginary <laughs> people. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there you go. Yeah. I think that's pretty the... interesting stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, well, that's we, also, we also had a part of it. Uh, we didn't talk about how uh, too much that all the all the guys that were like the ushers scheduled to work are oh, the ones yeah. that are eating, the ones eating all brownies. the uh, Grandma Mabel's yeah, brownies. So, you know, I know we were forecasting something interesting yeah. that come up, but... You know, what are those uh, those homeless people and the <laughs> prostitutes, what are they going to be doing? Yeah. You never know, yeah, you know? It's a, a good question. Yeah. Who knows what kind of trickery Mitch has planned. <laughs> you know, you, would you guys trust just a plate of brownies? I mean, like, I guess that happens yeah. in workplaces all the time, right? People bring in things and they just kind of put a note. Yeah, it's probably well, once a week. Back, like backstage in the theater, yeah. Usually, yeah. you know, yeah. there's usually there's a writer, you know? Yeah. So, so the talent there, you know, was it Don, Don Giovanni? Yeah, Don, Giovanni. Don Giovanni. He's he's expecting, you know, he's got something in his writer, and he's, you know, like my writer. Clearly, I had pineapple and mangoes, yeah. and <laughs> uh, and, you, yeah. and mission accomplished yeah. here. So John maybe they had, you know, brownies for the workers backstage. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's what happened is Sam and Mitch they uh, they intercepted a copy of the writer, so they knew, oh, these guys want brownies. The ushers and their writer it says specifically, yeah, we want brownies. Grandma, grandma, was it Grandma Abel's? Grandma Mabel's. Mabel's, Mabel's. No, Grandma Abel. <laughs> grandma Abel. Sorry, abled grandma. No, <laughs> she's very able, capable. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. So, uh, guys, have anything else for this minute? I thought it was a very good minute. Yeah, on, a, on, a, on a scale of, of one to ten, I, I I'd say that this minute this minute was about a but about an eight. Yeah. You know. It kind of started in the middle of something, but then it ended on that great, that great line. Yeah, I'm in horror heaven, and that was that precisely at the end of that minute. And I felt like you know that's clearly ends the minute on a perfect punchline. Yeah. That's true. I, I do love that they mentioned Sam, <laughs> brought their critically ill yeah. father to the to to see the fruition of this plan. Yeah, because his heart is still all fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. If and like, he's still wearing a hospital gown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, did they just? Steal him from the hospital? They must have. You can't just take someone out of the hospital, right? Well, I don't think he was being held against as well. Well, I think they found out. He found out there's going to be whores there. Yeah. So you know, they didn't even plan on taking him. Yeah, <laughs> they just wanted to. Like, it, it seems like he doesn't even have an IV or anything. No. Like something bad happens if things go south. Yeah. They're going to have to really. I don't know. All this will be for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mitchell got beat up by everyone that got kicked out of the building. Yeah. So, the whole building's yeah. with the people. That, that might happen too. Yeah. Who knows? We'll find out uh, tomorrow for Minute 66. So, um, Jose, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Uh, this is exciting. Yeah. I didn't want to go beat anyone up now. I just want to watch the rest of this movie. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, I'll say one thing. I'm, I'm very happy that you've watched this movie before because you're about the second person <laughs> we've had on this podcast. Third. That have said, uh, yeah. third? I think it's third. Well, I mean, like Anthony has seen us. Yeah, and he was on twice. Yeah. And that's, uh, so, Mike, so yeah. this is one of my favorite favorite and i was telling david this is one of my favorite movies yeah, i, love this, movie. I, I yeah. love this movie it's one of the most underrated movies and, and i said this 
the acting is just terrible, and I just yeah. love it. And it, it's just—I mean, it's all comedians. Oh yeah, yeah. I think this might have been the first movie that Bob Saget directed. Yeah, it was. Because well, yeah. he also he also he also directed Half Baked, which came out. The yeah, same no, year he, he was in it, but he did not. Oh yeah, it. I keep saying yeah, that. This I the keep, third time we've had. This I keep spreading <laughs> false information. You might be half baked. <laughs> <laughs> My brain isn't all here anymore. I'm going to stop saying that. I'll remember that. I'll remember that forever. Sure hope so. Because next time you're off the show. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, uh, Jose, uh, can you come back tomorrow for minute 66? Um, I, I hope I don't lose sleep. Yeah. I, I can't wait. Yeah. I'll be here. Yeah, get, you get a lot of rest because we don't want you falling asleep in the middle of the recording um, session tomorrow. I don't think I could. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll find nice. out, uh, listeners. Well, yeah, but we're going we're gonna to find a way to make you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, listeners, we'll see you tomorrow for minute 66 of Dirty Work. Thank you for the mangoes. Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible. <laughs>